0: Hello, and welcome to Podcast Abbreviated, where we break
1: down the best podcasts into short episodes so you can discover new hosts and new podcasts and simply get to the best stuff faster. Hey, everyone, welcome to Naval's episode Find Your Specific Knowledge. Tim, can you describe what specific knowledge is? Well,
0: as I understand it, specific knowledge is a combination of the unique factors about me and you and anybody listening that you and only you possess. And so it's what is unique about you and
1: what can you bring to the world through that? I mean, how how would you define it? Well, that's pretty good. The only thing that I would add to that is that you actually have Something that is so unique that nobody else can mimic that, and that seems like a trite statement because you've heard that, "Oh, we're all special and we're all, mm-hmm. you know, unique." Uh, this is more powerful because if you actually break it down and say, "All right, what am I naturally good at?" Because you have natural talents. What do I randomly get motivated to pursue? What, when I try to learn something, doesn't feel like work; it just happens. What was I? What are the unique circumstances on how I was raised? My parents, what did my parents teach me without maybe even telling me? Like, my dad was a professor, and just watching him teach, I know that I inculcated his movements, his attitude, his inflections without even being, quote unquote, trained for it. So, when you combine all of these experiences and natural gifts, or even down to what your DNA provides you produces something unique and identifying what that is in you is not only something you do just to get rich. It's something you do as a pursuit to value yourself, mm-hmm. to be impressed by yourself.
0: Yeah. And and what I love about it is it almost flips things that could be considered weaknesses into strengths because, so? you know, you could look back at your life and you can say, oh, I was really a bummer that I had a parent like this, or it was a bummer that I was raised in this really bad neighborhood or I was raised in a foreign country. I was raised in Venezuela. I used to think of that as a a defect. I struggled in middle school and high school because of that, right? It was hard to integrate. And I always carried that forward as, hmm, there's something that I don't share with the Americans around me. It's going to create a weakness in me. But this forced me to relook at that and say, oh, wow, I'm bilingual. I have multicultural experience. I was raised as a missionary kid. So my dad also was out there talking about ideas all the time and connecting with people. And so I rethought about that. And I said, what about that is unique to me
1: that I can turn into a strength and turn into an opportunity? That's actually a really good point. I hadn't thought about that way because when you're strong at something specific, it a lot of times means you're weak at something else. Mm -hmm. So my daughter is super organized. She's more organized than I am, but she's a perfectionist. Hmm. And so you know she could harp on herself but like oh i'm a perfectionist i you know it's so hard for me to to get things wrong and that's been a curse my whole life or she could say okay this is a piece of me that i'm naturally good at how can i take in all the other things what am i motivated to do what have i learned so far in my life and how can i wield that in order to produce something unique. I really like this example because you were
0: telling us about an observation you have about your daughter. And Naval says that oftentimes your specific knowledge comes from what other people reveal to you, right? One way to do it is to sit back, think about my life, and go through it as a story and try to draw out all the things I'm good at. But honestly, that's really hard to do. There's a lot of blockages sometimes to going back in your own life and being able to see things honestly like he says, oftentimes your specific knowledge is revealed by your mentors, your bosses, your friends who tell you over time and reward you for the things that you're good at. And so like you see it in your daughter. Well, I think we should all ask the people around us, what do other
1: people see in us that's unique to us? And that's why I hate the, the adage that I got growing up from, I remember Elmo telling me this a lot, <laughs> that you can do anything you want when you grow up. And my parents mimicked the same thing. Right. And what I don't like about that is that... There are not many people in your life that understand you. Mm. There are not many people that pay enough attention to you in order to understand what you're good at, mm-hmm. in order to see your expression of motivation, of excitement, of joy, and, and where you're going in that in order to give you that feedback. And so the you can do anything you want is not helpful. When you love somebody, you give them your attention. And that is so valuable because it helps you understand what your specific knowledge
0: is. So if you're sitting there and you're thinking, hey, how do I find people that will give me that kind of feedback? I think this is a good lesson. I think what he's saying here is if you're early in your career and you have ambitions to get wealthy, rather than thinking, what is the first job that I can take that will pay me the most amount of money? You should look for the best boss that you can find. You should try to work with the best people you can because by working with those people— if they are good at their job and they care about you, they will help you see what your specific knowledge is because to get wealthy, you need to be able to identify your specific knowledge and do something that is in line with that specific knowledge. So that's almost more
1: important than the amount of money you're making or what your first job is. I mean, would you agree? Absolutely. And you know, this can be applied to even a classic career. The the title of this entire episode is how to get wealthy. And so all the things we're gonna talk about is that building a mindset and then executing on that mindset if you want to get more than a paycheck. But look, I lived most of my I'm still getting a paycheck. Mm-hmm. So that lifestyle, that career choice can still be benefited by this type of understanding, this type of epiphany about yourself to say, why am I choosing to do this? when I can choose to do what I'm good at, what I'm motivated to do, what I've been taught to do my entire life without even knowing it. Yeah,
0: I just, I think a lot of people don't know that that's a choice that they can have. And that's why this lesson is important, why this video is important, why this podcast abbreviated is important, because it opens your horizons to a new process to go through, a new thing about yourself to identify. And then gradually, wherever you are, start moving in a direction that is more in
1: alignment with that specific knowledge that you have. Absolutely, and... I want to caution because I I know some people are going to be thinking, well, you know, that's, that was me, you know, when I went to college, I didn't know what I wanted. And so I just chose a major and now I have that major and now that's on my resume and that's what I'm doing in my life. And I I just want to say that that was me too. And so one of the reasons I chose to do this in the first place is because I had no idea what I was good at or, but I do remember every time before a big test on something that I knew was science. Because uh, I had a scientific dad, right? Okay, so th- that's the relation. And every time before a test, if I knew it, people would come to me and say, hey, Chris, can uh, can we study together? <laughs> and then after, they'd be like, "Like, oh my gosh, Chris, like you, you explained that better than the teacher. I'm not trying to puff myself up, but that's what the feedback that I got. Mm-hmm. And that went straight over my head in terms of communicating to me, hey, Chris, you could be really good at, if you understand a topic, breaking it down for people if somebody had just come along and said that, I may have made different career choices. But now that I'm reflecting on that now, I'm implementing that in what I'm doing with podcast abbreviated.
0: And I mean, the last thing I'll say is I I do have a friend in mind who studied something and now they regret their choice. And they are sitting there saying, I wish I had done something else. But when I hear this lesson, what I want to communicate is you don't get to choose what your specific knowledge is at a certain point in life. It is what You have done up until the point, which is right now. And there is value there. You just have to go back and look at it and see how it changed you. And it doesn't mean that, oh, because I studied this, I have to work in that field. There is something unique about bringing that experience into a different field if you choose to go that direction. And oftentimes it makes you more valuable. So, as an example, uh, you're going to go into some profession like law or something, it may actually be really valuable that you had a different educational background than the average lawyer because you're going to be able to express something unique and different which is the key to being recognized the key to standing out the key to providing value that only you can provide in that context but that
1: leads us directly into the the next episode which is which is lean into your authenticity in order to escape competition which you know what i'm not gonna spoil it so (laughs) stick around for the next episode listen to the naval uh, abbreviation and then uh, we're gonna talk about it let's do it